Hey everybody, it's Coley the bartender for another episode of Under the Influence. I'm trying to catch up on lost time. I want to get back on my grind with this. Um, I'm still working on intro music. I know, I know. I'll get that going. But again, just to jump back on the mic, uh, get some stuff off my chest, keep the project going, try to keep moving forward with this. Hopefully we will expand to um, bigger forums. Uh, actually start doing some live streaming with um, an actual forum, with an actual crew, different people with their input, uh, working on it. Got some people interested, they want to work with me, want to sit down, have conversations with me, and um, make this show uh, more complete. So I'm still working on it. still want this to really do something, be something. So, But I've got to do what i got to do to make that happen until then. So um, go ahead, jump back on the mic. Um, Topic of the day. I'm going to speak on it tonight because of what happened tonight. just felt that I'm going to speak on it while it's fresh in my head right now. Um, I had a friend, maybe you want to call him an acquaintance, but I'll call him a friend. He he came to me as a friend. He came to me in, in need. And um, it was uh, actually pretty stressful, pretty tense. Kind of had to talk him down off the perch. It was going to be an ugly situation, for at least from what I was listening to, what I was hearing. And um, <clears throat> he's very emotional. And um, I'm not going to get, I'm definitely not going to say his name, not going to get too much into specifics. But I want to touch on it. Maybe it could help other people. Um, maybe... It could uh, spark a debate or conversation. Maybe I can get other sides or the viewpoints of what I'm about to speak about. And then, of course, if there is any kind of contrary to my opinion, just to hear about it whatnot. And um, anyone who's ever listening to the show, look, if you have any feedback, hit me up on Facebook. I, I usually post up on Facebook. Hit me up on um, my um messenger just send me a message you can hit me up on my page uh if you personally know me have my number hit me up text me call me whatever if you feel like any of this resonates with you or if you um if it struck a nerve and you feel like you have uh a differing opinion um you want to confront me on something i said i'm cool with that like i'm not going to argue a fight over it and this is kind of a show that i would like to have conversation sparked with but um the topic of the day Again, <clears throat> I was closing up, um, closing the bar up, had everything kind of lined up. It was actually a rather slow night. It's just after the holidays. So usually right after the holidays, it's kind of a slow lull, and it'll pick back up um, the next week or so. Um, so it was a pretty slow night. Uh, I had the bar pretty much closed, cleaned up everything, and right before I could lock the door, uh, he strolls in. You could tell, you know, he was really disturbed, hurt, whatever you want to call it. And uh, what had happened was he had caught his wife cheating and actually in the act in his own home. And um, again, you know, I'm not going to make light of it. I'm not going to turn it into like um, I want to gloss over what personally hurt him, what personally affected him. But I kind of want to give the perspective I gave him. I'm hoping 
that maybe people who listen kind of understand where I'm coming from. Maybe I did the right thing, wrong thing, I don't know. Maybe I gave him the right information, the wrong information. But it's just the way I saw things. And honestly, he came to me for different perspective. He came to me to vent. He came to me to kind of talk him down because he was going to do something devastating. He was going to do something life-changing, which hopefully that worked. I mean, um, a show being under the influence is obvious he was under the influence and I wasn't going to give him another drop. Uh, just have him sit down, have a glass of water. Let's talk it out, man. Let's figure out what's going on because alcohol is not going to help this. Uh, if anything, it's going to make it worse. So my deal was, okay, let's just talk it out. Let's get it out. And um, again, what had happened was um, just that evening, as he was uh, came in later, of course, but that evening earlier, he had came home. Uh, it being the holidays, he was out of town seeing family, and he came home earlier than expected. And because he came home earlier than expected, he came into his house while his wife was in the act of cheating and uh, what gave it even more of a twist of the knife in the gut was not only did he know this guy she introduced him to this guy uh, a guy she worked with a guy that she has known she introduced him and actually at times would have him around to hang out with him and it was just basically staged where, and again, the way he actually actually brought it out was um, he never considered him as a threat or a possibility or an option. And um, he was so devastated and so hurt, his next move was to basically not only eliminate the so-called competition but just eliminate the problem and you can read it however you want to read it but the consequences of that act would be devastating to so many and especially for himself because that kind of act you don't come back from there you can have all the regrets you want but you have to face the consequences so my deal was let's get some better perspective now the whole concept of cheating and especially when it comes to a committed relationship and definitely a marriage. Um, I had to basically break down to him because this doesn't happen overnight. Even when you have this whole dynamic and conversation where <clears throat> women talk about guys being dogs and guys talk about women being hoes and all this. When you're in a relationship, a committed relationship, you should know your partner well enough to know what kind of person they are. And when it comes down to that, if it's really someone you're trying to label somebody, you should know what kind of person they are, especially how you two hooked up. So understanding that should be some kind of priority. It shouldn't be, you can't like repaint the picture. The picture has been taken for you and brought to you. Look at the picture and see it for what it is. Now, if you marry the person, get with the person, are in a committed relationship with the person, you accept that person for who they are. So if that person was like that, you have to accept that they are that with you. And the only changes, if you want them to be positive changes or changes to where um, it's part of having a committed 
monogamous relationship, you have to trust and accept them for making the necessary changes. You can't force them to do it. And on the other end, you can't lie to yourself in saying that it wasn't going on or it's not a possibility. So bottom line is it has to be a square foundation of trust, um, understanding, knowledge, and truth. It has to be some kind of honesty involved. Now, everything starts with yourself. I always say this, not only to myself, but others. If there is a horrible problem in the kingdom, it's the king's fault. You are the king of your life. So, to thine own self be true. Be real about it. Be honest with yourself first. Don't try to make yourself believe your own delusions. Don't tell yourself a lie. And I get it. When it comes to matters of the heart, which are still matters of the brain, the heart and the brain are not separate. When it comes to matters of the heart, though, you have to introduce rationality all the time. Why do you feel some way? Working relationships, healthy relationships, are usually rooted in honesty, cooperation, some kind of concession you meet people halfway you give up something to get something and you agree to it and when you're talking about a marriage you look at marriage as a, a, a construct a project that y'all both work on together it's not this we in love bullshit what is love because if it comes down to just an emotional thing emotions are fickle which means they change from time to time they change like the weather so you can actually be married to someone you don't like, but you're in love with them because you are building something together. That's what love is. It's a construct. When you fall out of the liking part and you start doing wrong, you start tearing away at the foundation, you start tearing things up, then maybe either you shouldn't be in the relationship or at least y'all should sit down and figure out where do y'all go from there instead of doing the dirt that they do. What I was telling my man, because uh, he was breaking this down uh, with with his wife, which I don't know where it's going to go from there, and that's for him to figure out, but I just didn't want to go to the drastic turn he was thinking of, and I'll still keep an eye on it, and I'll, you know, I'll keep in touch with him, but when it comes down to it, what she did to him, what she expressed to him was utter disrespect, period. She don't respect you. If you're going to do some kind of dirt, and again, my thing is, I'm a honesty is the best policy kind of guy. If I am going to go elsewhere and I'm in a committed relationship, I will tell my woman, this ain't working. And we could play this whole, let's give it a break or whatever kind of, you know, blah, or just break up if it's not working or I want to go elsewhere, but I do it before I go elsewhere. What happens with a lot of folk is that they don't want to lose what they have, but they don't like what they have. So they end up sneaking around, lying. And when we use the term cheating, cheating isn't just fucking on the side because Here's the thing about cheating. Cheating is lying about something that you agreed you wouldn't do under the terms of your relationship. That's what cheating is. So um, 
having flirtatious conversations and meetups and rendezvous with someone you swore up and down you're not doing that with or you lying about your presence or lying about your location to your significant other that's cheating it doesn't have to have clothes off and fluids and body fluids exchanged cheating is when you have to cover up or lie about what you're doing and who you're doing it with that's already cheating so you're already down that slippery slope which is going to lead to most of the times, some kind of sexual inf infraction or at least a compromised position. Once you break that seal, there's really no going back, especially on the trust factor. When you cheat on your significant other, and let's say you made a mistake, you feel in your heart you're, you're remorseful, you, you are very sorry for it, you have just broken the trust of your significant other, someone that you care about and cares about you, if that is the case, it's damn near impossible to get that trust back 100%. They may take you back, but they'll always question your whereabouts. They'll always question what's on your mind. They'll question all your uh, interactions, all your friends, all the people you interact with. They're going to question it just for the simple fact of you did this one thing behind their back. So again, honesty is the best policy. If you are true to yourself, you can be truthful with others. When you lie to yourself, you will quickly lie to others, especially the big shit. If you're, taking, if you're telling small lies, you're going to tell the big lie. So what I'm telling dude was she just doesn't respect you because she brought the bullshit to you to hang with you. Not only the fact that, okay, yeah, she did the act in your home where you lay, where your kids are. That's utterly disrespectful however she brought the side piece to you to hang with you you got to know the guy you're not saying y'all were best friends and whatnot but you interacted with him he seemed like a cool dude now on the side of the side dude and i had to tell him this because he was it, it is disrespectful what the side dude did it is because he does not respect you however he is not in a relationship with you you don't have to respect him and he does not have to respect you it's all her she's the one that brought that dynamic in and a lot of times where relationships are broken up and someone is always blaming the third person it's not the third person's fault or the fourth or the fifth it's person one or person two and that's just numbers and not like a, a leverage thing the two people involved in a relationship and all relationships are one-on-one -on -one. if a third person can break that up one or two was the one that allowed that to happen that's it so you deal with the person you're in a relationship with you don't have to deal with the dude now again don't talk to the dude anymore y'all ain't cool y'all ain't cool and it's obvious he was never cool with you he's fucking your woman so he's just write him off but you know when two dudes rumble there's usually nothing good that happens from if anything the ultimate can happen two grown men fighting can turn drastically bad and usually one or two people can leave this earth because of it so i don't even condone dudes fighting because especially nowadays the fight ain't ever is really never over and a lot of times you see each other it's on site it's about to pop but with the gunplay 
and no one wanting to quote unquote lose, you could lose your life over something that can be resolved, something that can get you can get over it. It's going to take time, but you can get over it. You can move on with life. You can't move on with life if you're not living. So my deal is that's there's no good in that. But let's get back to square one. This woman living up in your home that you're supposed to have built together. Uh, and I'm not just saying a house. I'm saying a home that y'all built together. She betrayed the trust. She destroyed the foundation of that. You have to deal with her and deal with her on the facts on the ground, not the emotions that are swirling right now. Because I don't condone any domestic violence. I don't. And men, if the woman has you that upset, that mad to put hands on her, walk away. Walk away. And if you still cannot be around her without the possibility of yoking up that bitch, walk away. It's not worth it. Now, women, I don't condone behavior that could get your ass whooped. I'm not trying to say that women deserve to be hit. I'm not saying any of that. But if you engage in behavior that can get your ass kicked, you have to consider being accountable for your actions. At some point in time, this could get you hurt and vice versa. When you do something so devastating to someone's psyche, the reaction is usually irrational, it's usually tragic, it's usually swift. I'm just very, I'm thinking I'm, I'm lucky to hear that he didn't do anything. And then I'm fortunate and humbled that he actually thought enough of me to come to me to kind of like, you know, where do I go from here? I'm, I'm seeking your advice. I'm seeking your perspective. And I had to break things down. I was like, well, you need to be in a place of solace you need a place where you can kind of um i can't say relax because i know that feeling when you've been betrayed and when you've been hurt you need to be in a place of solitude you need to be in a place where not to say you know be with your own thoughts but kind of yeah you do need to be with your own thoughts you need to sort out the mess you need to sort out your brain and you need to get back to what are you doing this all for not just the relationship or the marriage, but life in general. What are you doing this all for? And get back on that. So, yeah, you have kids, bruh. Get back to being dad. You got a job, bruh. Get back to work. You got friends and family that care about you. Get back on that role. This role right now with your wife, that has been damaged. I'm not saying leave her. I'm not saying divorce her. What I'm saying is, what are you doing this for? And you come up with a conclusion. And then you go from there. But starts with you. It, and be honest. And the whole breakdown of, you know, I had to break it down to him. Like, how did y'all meet? What was she like when y'all met? Things like that. Because at some point in time, she was giving you the signs that she didn't respect you. It didn't happen overnight. You have to be aware and you have to be honest. And part of it was, he kept telling me, yeah, he saw things, but his ego wouldn't let him go there. And I was like, well, then you need to let go of your ego. Because he just never thought it was a possibility, not even her doing it, but her doing it with this certain individual. And the possibility hit him in the face like a train. 
you have to really understand where this all comes from. Anyone can do anything at any given time. You cannot in your head say, oh, I know this person wouldn't do this. No, you don't know because you're not that person. You're not in their brain. What needs to be established and it needs to be spoken. And again, he didn't really speak on this. So y'all took vows in front of an audience at a church and basically profess your love, obedience, loyalty. But you couldn't have that conversation of what boundaries and parameters y'all truly have. It was just a given. And that's what happens, I feel, that goes wrong. We assume, we assume that um, it shouldn't have to be said when, obviously, sometimes it does have to be said. You have to establish uh, parameters and boundaries. And also, you have to establish the deal breakers. Put it out there. And then, if the other person agrees to it, you have to adhere to them, too. It can't be... I don't want you out here in these streets entertaining this so-and-so and so-and-so, and then you turn around and do it yourself. That's hypocritical. That's not how things are built. But bottom line is it should be established. So many times in relationships, especially on the front end, we're doing public relations. We don't really come at people as ourselves. We send the representative. We don't send ourselves we are not being ourselves it's like basically you're interviewing it's almost like a job interview like basically trying to meet someone get to know them better and then if that's what both of you are setting out to do being in a committed relationship it's like a job interview and then there's the introductory orientation the probationary period and then you start getting benefits it's really on that level however we still treat it like it's either a job interview or just the job. We're not really being ourselves for so long. And then all of a sudden, when you have been at this job, so-called job, for a length of time, the real you starts creeping out or the real them starts creeping out. And then you go, whoa, I don't know if I signed up for this. And then you just let little things slide left and right. And again, not only just the job interview part of it, how did y'all meet up? How did you hook up? That has some kind of meaning and substance. So yeah, if y'all met up in a bar, number one, whoever you are with, they like to drink, they're rather social, and this is probably not the first time that they hooked up at a bar. Keep that in consideration. And um, when it comes to my man's situation, and him not truly believing that it was possible that could happen and then being devastated because the possibility was actually reality maybe you should just give the alternative thought a try just think it out and then go through those feelings sort through those feelings and actually figure out how would you react what kind of person would you be could you handle it and if you can't that's the time to have that conversation with your significant other. And what I mean by think of the alternative, if you believe that, you know, you're in love and you're seeing this person in the brightest of lights, you're looking at her with rose-colored glasses, take the glasses off. Consider that she did or he did cheat on you. Consider that he or she cheated on you with someone you knew or someone close. Put that 
possibility in your head and stomach the feelings actually process those feelings how does it feel what would you do and here's the exercise I'm saying about doing that not only do you get that gut punch feeling that ugh, nauseating feeling you also feel how it would feel if you did that to your significant other so there you get like a level of mutual respect I wouldn't cheat on you because I wouldn't want to feel that way either I wouldn't want you to do that to me and have me feeling that way so I don't want you to feel that way I wouldn't want to do that to you I respect cherish care and love you too much to do that but the respect factor is first the trust factor is first the honesty factor is first and again it starts with yourself and then it goes from there now I'm, I'm talking to this dude he has self-respect issues he has self-esteem issues you cannot search outside of yourself for that you got to fix on yourself first or at least keep working on yourself while you're in this relationship but she's not going to give you esteem she's not going to give you self-respect that's yourself and then he starts breaking this woman down yeah he basically had to we technically we are technically competing if we're all single we're competing for someone's attention yes but he was constantly having to do it when they were in an established relationship why aren't you not reading the signs bruh and if she is the type of woman that is always out here entertaining or he's the kind of guy that's always out here entertaining you have to accept that either you're with them and deal with it or don't get with them because they're out here entertaining too much one or the other but you cannot put a ring on that finger drag them home and expect them to change for you they will change for themselves and go from there any change made from any person comes from within but when it comes down to the cheating part of it that's all about dishonesty and disrespect she doesn't respect you and it's almost to the utmost she brought her dirt to you and made you accept it as clean that's the ultimate betrayal when it comes down to that level of relationship uh, faux pas or a mess up or mistake she does not respect you it wasn't an accident she it wasn't a, I didn't mean it to happen this way yes she did she thinks you a fool she thinks you a fool she thinks she's getting one over on you now there are degrees to this and I come from a place of experience you know I'm in a relationship right now and things are good right now but in the beginning there was a lot of bullshit we had to go through but the bullshit came from a lot of misrepresentation there was this thing she would do where she had to represent herself one way because she would feel that if she represented her real self that I wouldn't like her I wouldn't be attracted to her I wouldn't deal with her what I kept having to remind her was if you keep showing this fake side of you and I keep finding out the real dirt that is what's gonna make me not fuck with you that is what's going to push me away. I can handle the real. I want the real. So it's not even the act of, oh, you're entertaining another dude over here. Or you're hooking up with another dude over here. What I am mostly mad about is you don't respect me enough to tell the truth. I can handle that. And then on the flip side, her doing that 
she couldn't stomach the idea of me doing the same thing she's doing. If I did that, she would be devastated. She would be hurt. She would be pissed. So that I had to break it down. Does that make you a hypocrite? Is that the worst thing to be labeled? But my deal is, why don't you sort out your own thing? Be honest to yourself. I'm going to do this honesty thing. I'm going to try this truthful thing because that is what's been working for me. And when I say working for me, it doesn't mean I get everything I want. I have lost a lot of opportunities by being honest. But that lets me know that opportunity wasn't for me. I have to be myself. I have to be true to it. So that's where I'm working with. I am not going to play the game of representative. I am not going to manipulate and con you. I'm not a, like we go at this relationship thing like used car salesmen. The men that sit there will try to sell you a car and bullshit about the bells and whistles and all the, the, the amenities of the car. And the women will try to sell you a car and they lie about the mileage. And it's really bullshit on both ends. Just tell me what the fuck is right and wrong with this car and can it get me to point A to point B. And I can work with that. Work with the information you're given, especially if it's true information. And even if it's not spoken, if you see things, if you observe things, don't just brush them aside if they bother you. Don't let that eat away at you. Have that conversation. If they're supposed to be your significant other, have that conversation. But the scenario that happened last night with my man did not happen overnight. And he overlooked a lot of shit for years, including before they got married. And I was like, bruh. I hate to really bring this to you, but I just want to give you some perspective. If something's wrong in your kingdom, it's your fault for not addressing it. Address it. Deal with it. Process it. Handle it. But do you. Be accountable for it. Because, yeah, people are out here trying to take advantage of us. The world is out here trying to take advantage of us. You can only get taken advantage of if you allow it to happen. At some point in time, you got to go... Was I not aware enough? Was I not um, uh, vocal enough? What went wrong on my end? Because that's the only side you control. But the fact that he was about to go out there and, and knock some heads or do something even worse that could have put him in, in jail for a long time, that's not the conclusion. I mean, it is the conclusion, but it's not the right conclusion to come to, when, especially when it comes down to resolving things and getting yourself better. You're not going to get over this by doing something that tragic and that drastic. There's no coming back from that. So I was like, bruh, you need to go somewhere, sit with yourself, and really process it all. And then at the end of that, I hate to make it sound all corporate or, 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 or cold, you're going to have to do a cost-benefit analysis. Is it worth keeping and working and building and, 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 and uh, repairing this relationship? Or do you make the steps to get away? But you've got to make that decision now. You're going to have to own it now. And for you. Because you're not going to be any good if you're out here not trusting her, stalking her. And then the kids seeing all this and then bringing all that tension and anger and animosity into the home... Sit down and actually think of this. And then if you do want to work it out, or at least if you're going to have that talk, have that talk. Don't avoid the talk. Sit down and have that talk. And yeah, it's going to be heated. There's going to be some words thrown. But I mean, 
be honest with your pain but process your pain don't let that stuff bubble up and do something stupid and so i mean i've really felt that if anyone else got in that situation i mean it's not overnight shit and if you feel something say something if you notice something if it bothers you that much say something that person should respect and care enough for you to listen to you now if they on some bullshit then okay you're just gonna have to handle they on some bullshit you'll find it out eventually but you can get over it i mean it's never a good thing to be betrayed or cheated on and yeah it hurts it's devastating but if you've lived this life any amount of time those moments where you felt the most devastated you thought you would never go on you thought that you couldn't get over this and that happened five, ten years ago. Look at you now and think about that situation five or ten years ago. You got over it. You're not really that damaged like you were current at that current time when it happened fresh. The wounds will heal, especially if treated properly. And, you know, I just basically broke it down. I was like, man, you're going to have to treat this wound. You're going to have to get the gauze out. You're going to go ahead and stop the bleeding first. And don't let that infection in, uh, subside. You've got to take care of the wound. And then once the wound is taken care of, then you're going to have to start moving forward. You can't sit there and hurt. You've got to process the pain. But you've got to understand what that pain is. You've got to understand where it came from and really get some clearest perspective from your eyes. Like, I'm just saying this because, number one, I'm not going through it right now. And then, number two, I am the outside factor. But I have your best interest. Your, I'm concerned about your interest, not hers or the other dude. I'm concerned about you. You have to have that same conversation with yourself. And then, again, just realize, is this worth having or do you walk away? And then you make the steps and walk away. Because, like, look, there is a lot to lose. There's a lot involved. There's children involved. But can you realistically be under that roof with her and you have to make that decision but make a sound rational effective and righteous decision it can't all be ego it can't be your pride sometimes sometimes you just got to make the right decision even when it hurts you <clears throat> and um i'm not gonna put too much more business of, of his out there so i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up it's color a bartender for under the influence